Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio with your hosts, Anthony and Amy Russo. Grace and Peace Radio is a weekly Christian podcast where together we'll discuss how we can apply God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Well, welcome once again, everybody. Welcome. It's great to have you with us, and thanks so much for joining us again here on Grace and Peace Radio. I am your host, Anthony. And I am Amy. Since we've been talking a lot about reading, mm-hmm. you know, a couple episodes ago, we did our book sprints, mm-hmm. and then last week we talked about what we learned about prayer from uh, Some Martin. books that we had yeah, read. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of them being Martin Holt, Man right. in the Gap, and that was a which we also covered on our book sprints. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't gone back to hear that episode, definitely recommend that one to you. Uh, We got a lot of nice feedback from people. Yeah, we did. We're we're grateful for that. Which is nice. We had fun with that one. Mm -hmm. And so today, I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about reasons to be readers. Reasons Mm -hmm. to be readers. Amy, were you a reader growing up? Yes. Yeah, I started, I don't know, when I could learn to read. Uh, I assumed in the usual time frame of, you know, first grade kind of thing. I didn't go to kindergarten. And I just loved reading from the get-go. And uh, the library was just down the street. And, you know, my mom would take me and drop me off. And I'd find all sorts of books. And that was pretty much my summers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll, it's amazing how, what? No, I was watching the look on your face as you were asking me yeah, that as well, I was saying it. I'm going through the list and I'm thinking how different our childhoods were. Oh, yeah. Number one, I went to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Number two, I was not a reader. Mm-hmm. Number three, my parents dropped me off at places <laughs> to leave me there. <laughs> And so they were always like frustrated that I found my way home. (laughs) So again, just how different our lives Mm -hmm, were. mm -hmm. Yeah. My mom actually wanted to pick me up. You know, yeah. My parents, (laughs) nope. You know, I'd be like, mom, you know, I'm I'm going to the store. Why do I need all my clothes? (laughs) I I just Here, honey, here's your suitcase. Exactly. But no, really, I wasn't a reader growing up. I... I liked books. Mm-hmm. I had books, but I didn't read them. As I've grown in being a Christian, I've found that I've become a reader. Mm-hmm. And so really what I wanted to do in this episode was was give reasons why it's we we as Christians, uh, I'm, I'm talking specifically right. about Christians. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're not born again, you're not a Christian, sure, there's plenty of reasons to be a reader. Right, because obviously I was a reader for years and years and years before I came to Christ. Um, But the fact of the matter is that in all of our learning, in all of our reading, if we don't know the Lord, if we're not born again, just like any other pursuit, whether it's reading or math or athletics or whatever, ultimately the end of our lives is hell. And so that's the end of that pursuit, whether it's reading or athletics or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. As Christians, there is so much more to reading. 
but God uses it in so many different ways. Absolutely. And so I want to talk about this. So let's jump right in because I've got a bunch of them. Okay. Reason number one to be a reader. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I sat out on the porch and I came up with this list in minutes. I just, I I saw you out there scribbling. I just started. Yeah. I just started thinking about reading and how it has benefited me. And I came up with this list. So Mm -hmm. reason number one, it exercises the brain God gave us. I agree with that. It keeps, keeps it active, keeps it moving. It's more than just exercising the brain to read the words on the page, right? It's this idea that we're, we're working through the ideas that are Mm -hmm. being presented to us. Mm -hmm. I also enjoy the words themselves and absolutely as far as just vocabulary right how someone turns a phrase mm-hmm. or what have you yep so number one exercise the brain god gave us mm-hmm. number two it increases our knowledge of god's word agreed i'm thinking reinforcing thinking about a book that i just finished how what it had to say really did reinforce what i have been reading in the Bible, part of a Bible study that I'm with, as well as my own just regular Bible reading. And they're not even the same books of the Bible. Yeah, it increases our knowledge of God's Word in that we're, obviously, if we're reading the Bible, it's doing that. But also, like you said, if these other authors, or as they're handling a verse or a passage or a topic, we learn from their studies. Mm-hmm. Their perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's the second reason. It increases our knowledge of God's word. Mm-hmm. Third reason, it increases our knowledge of God. It's one thing to know God's word. Obviously, that's important. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of knowing God's word is to know God. Yeah, I understand that because you don't want it to just be an intellectual pursuit. Right, because then you can end up with you know uh, 19th century Liberalism. Sure. Or 21st century liberalism. Right. The whole point to knowing God's word is knowing the Lord himself. Mm -hmm. And developing that relationship between Mm -hmm. you and him. Right. So a primary reason or the primary reason to be a reader is to know God. It's Mm -hmm. why missions, one of the biggest avenues for missions, Mm -hmm. especially among people groups who who don't have a written language is to preserve and write down is to create an alphabet create a written language for them so that they can get god's word so that they could know god right and and that's it the the whole idea of in their as wickliffe calls it in their heart language you Mm -hmm. know what they've grown up with it's for that purpose of knowing god and not necessarily the national language which just lets them know about god sometimes there's a jump from the a person's language they grew up with and the national language it's not mm-hmm. quite the same so it for me i always liken that to i didn't grow up with the king james so for right. me to read the king james it's like my english but it's different and so it takes a little more of an effort for me to read the king james agreed and yeah. i to me that's the difference between someone's heart language the language they grew up with, and then say the national language. Right. Except at least mine, they're, they're both English. Right. You know, but some, yeah, but exactly. As, as far as the, the, the mental steps to get there. So the third reason 
is it increases our knowledge of God. Fourth reason, and I borrowed this from John Calvin, the way he opens the, his institutes. He talks about how we have to know God and, and know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and we get to know ourselves by knowing God. So the fourth one is it increases our knowledge of ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As we read good quality Christian materials, we begin to see this is this is a sin in this person's life. I could see how it's a sin in my life. Right. I could see how this person has a quality that I don't have, that I should have. Mm-hmm. For instance, you know, again, just because we were just talking about missions, you read a missionary biography and you see a quality of theirs, you know, patience. Mm-hmm. Wow, they were so patient with all these people that just would come and go into their house and all that. And they right. were so patient. I, I don't have patience. Just making an example up. But the idea is reading, it increases our knowledge of ourselves. And I think that you know, as a Christian, it's important to be a reader because you look at these as you're reading these books, you are looking at yourself and you need to look at yourself objectively in light of God's word. And whoever you're reading is hopefully shining light on God's word in a way that that you then look in yourself and think, okay, this is where I could improve, you know, or I hadn't really thought of that as a sin or a potential sin or I don't know what the other word is I want. You got to read these things with an objective look at yourself so that you can look and learn, if that makes sense. Yeah. I know for myself, if I go to books and I read, you know, whether it's for a specific topic mm-hmm. that I'm interested in, I begin to see how that needs to be in my life. It, it, it helps shape me and grow me. Which I think goes with the... Bible passage of renewing your mind. I mean, we're not only renewing our mind in God's word, but the Lord provides these others that can shed that light to help us renew our mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a fifth reason for us to be readers, it broadens our horizons. It broadens our horizon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really it. And this is where it, it differs, say, from a non-Christian, because a non-Christian does it for the pursuit of knowledge or escape but as a christian you know we're reading it broadens our horizons it for example missionary biographies Mm -hmm. that's what i was thinking of when you said that they teach us about missions they teach us about handling adversity Mm -hmm. they teach us about other cultures exactly there's so many life lessons Mm -hmm. in the typical missionary biography. And it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be one of the quote unquote great missionaries. No. Any, well, what's the book you're reading now that's missionaries that nobody's ever heard of? That little book that you read. 50 missionary stories. Now, some of them are known, you know, famous missionaries or whatever, but, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are ones that we don't know of anymore. Mm-hmm. That book was written in 1903, gathering stories from the late 1800s and so forth. Some of them are well known. Mm-hmm. still, but many of them aren't. But again, even a, a typical missionary biography, it branches out into all those different areas. And I also think of not only learning of the culture, but learning the people in the culture. And what you learn is people are people, right. that, that we all have the same traits, the same 
bent for sin, you know, the same desires to take care of family or make our way in the world or whatever. I just find that I I find that comforting is just learning that people are people, regardless of what culture they come mm-hmm. from or what language they speak. And even if it's not a, a missionary biography, for example, what we're reading, it broadens our horizons because it also, whatever it is, it, whether it is a missionary biography or not, but especially in biographies, they also teach us again about the Lord, how the Lord works in people's lives, mm-hmm. in the lives of his children. Absolutely. Know? Even if we we're reading a book about a non-Christian, I read last year, I think it was, or year before, I read the autobiography of Roger Daltrey from The Who, right. lead singer mm-hmm. from The Who. Fascinating book. Yeah, you really like that book. You know, but then again, to me, every biography is fascinating mm-hmm. for the most part. And and even though he's not a believer, it was fascinating to read his life to see, frankly, how the Lord has been merciful to him all these years, you know, has let him live and... and common grace. Common grace, you mm-hmm. know, and... And I hope that he repents. I hope he he right. you know, turns to the Lord. Yeah. So these things, you know, they, they just broaden our horizons. Absolutely. Before we get to number six, mm-hmm. so I'll read through the first five, and then we're going to broaden our horizons by taking a quick trip to Africa, to Uganda specifically. Sounds good. So reasons to be readers. Number one, we talked about It exercises the brain God gave us. Number two, it increases our knowledge of God's word. Number three, it increases our knowledge of God. Number four, it increases our knowledge of ourselves. Number five, it broadens our horizons. Mm -hmm. And with that, we're going to go all the way over to Uganda. Listen to this. This is our our little promo that we're running to help Daniel walk. We are trying to raise about $5,000 to help Daniel, a teenage boy over in Uganda, come back over to the States to get new prosthetic legs. I'm excited that so far we and grace-bound.org have raised about Mm -hmm. $1,000. It's very exciting. So it's exciting that we're at the 20% mark. But we still need $4,000. So pray for that, please. Please do. Please do. Uh, I know Daniel personally. I know his dad and his mom. Uh, by God's grace, I, I cherish the fact that I've preached in their church. Yes. And uh, so, but we want to get Daniel here this summer. So mm-hmm. we need $4,000 more. Listen to this. Here's a quick little promo about it. And then we'll be right back. Hi, this is Anthony. I wanted to tell you about how we're partnering with Gracebound to help raise money for Daniel. Daniel's a young man in Uganda, and we want to bring him back to the States this summer, 2021, to get fitted with new prosthetic legs. He was here a couple of years ago, and well, he's a growing boy, and a growing boy needs a new set of legs. So if you would like to help us out, please visit helpdanielwalk.com and tell a friend. Use the hashtag helpdanielwalk, helpdanielwalk.com. Thanks so much. All right, we are back. Yes. And we are talking today about reasons to be readers. The next five. Yep. And even a bonus one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Number six. It helps our pastors and elders 
be freed up to nurse the tender sheep who cannot learn for themselves. That is, it helps us solve our own problems. Interesting. Here's the thing, okay? I really want you to get this. When you take on the idea of being a reader, specifically when you have a life issue, Mm -hmm. a problem, you need guidance, yeah, definitely. Talk to your pastors, of course. Mm -hmm. But how about this? How about asking your pastor first, hey, what's a good book to read? Or just becoming a reader because as we've already discussed, God can use other books to help you address a particular life problem. Mm -hmm. He might even point out a problem, a sin in your life that you didn't even know is a problem. And by doing that, how about you solve your own problem Mm -hmm. instead of taking up your pastor's time? So much of a pastor's time can be eaten up by, frankly, immature Christians who should know better and should be better equipped to solve their own life problems. Mm -hmm. We we all have life problems. Sure. We all have things that we're asking the Lord for. We all go through trials, tribulations. Mm -hmm. Well, part of maturing as a believer is learning to stand on your own two feet. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's community. Yes, we're to be part of the body of Christ. And right. We're not, yes, we're to share and right. encourage one another and help one another. Right. And we're not to be, you know, on our own as a Christian, you know, mm-hmm. this lone, loner. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, we learn to counsel ourselves mm-hmm. from scripture, from other good, solid Christian resources. And how about in the process, you give your pastors a break mm-hmm. and give them the courtesy of, look, I can take care of this. Me and the Lord, we're going to work on this together. Mm-hmm. I know you've got other other things going on. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with your pastor being aware of what's going on. And obviously, your pastor is going to want to pray for you. That's number six. A seventh reason to be a reader. It educates us to help others. It's like spiritual medical school to be a field medic for souls. I like that. I like that a lot because that's exactly what it is. So here's the thing. Again, think about this with me. Maybe you're not much of a reader. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I, I'm not a reader. Ask the Lord to make you a reader. Mm-hmm. If these reasons haven't begun to convince you of the importance of a Christian to be a reader, mm-hmm. Ask the Lord to change your heart and to make you a reader. Again, not just for yourself, but so that you can serve others. You can be a a fountain of wisdom for others. An example. An example. And then you can recommend a book to someone Mm -hmm. else that that has helped you. This book helped me at this time, or or, this book helped me understand. It's not even solving a, a life problem. This book helped me understand this doctrine. Better. Right. And that is part of the sharing and encouraging one another. Mm-hmm. And we do that when we read. Another reason to be a reader. This is number eight now. What we learn grows us in godliness. It shows us sins to turn from and good works 
I can't read. <laughs> Folks. No, wait, wait, wait. In all fairness, it's smudged there. All I was right. writing in I gotta pencil give you, and it's Yeah, I got to give you that one. It's in pencil and it is smudged, but I'm still giggling because my husband can't read his own writing. That is true. But since it turned from grace, good works, good, good works and attitudes to start good works and attitudes to start. Yes. I'm getting used to his writing, by the way. I should hope so after 15 <laughs> years. And uh, what is this is a this card is a four by five card. Yeah, so that is I'm true. Very tiny. You little write writing. tiny anyway. <laughs> so say that again. Number eight. What we learn grows us in godliness. And it does that in two ways. Number one, sins to turn from. Number two, good works and attitudes to start. Agreed. And we talked about this a little bit earlier as we, you know, you read different biographies and you pick up on things. But again, what we learn grows us in godliness. So why would we not want to avail ourselves of reading? It doesn't mean that you have to read 50 books a year. No. But if you're not a reader, why not try to read, well, I think 12 is a fair number, one book a month. That's pretty right. reasonable. And to me, the compliment, of, obviously, first and foremost, you need to be reading the Word of God. You need to be in the Bible. So to say I'm not a reader, therefore I'm not reading the Bible, that does not fly. You are a Christian, you need to be reading your Bible. Right. Along with that, though, to complement that reading with other godly works, it catches you more quickly on the things of sins that you don't realize that you need to be taking care of, capturing attitudes that I should be having and that I'm not. So it's a compliment, and to me, it keeps it more in the forefront so that you catch these things quicker. That's Very my thought. Very good. Reasons to be readers, reason number nine. Mm -hmm. It teaches and increases our discernment. Excellent. Absolutely. Number one. Yep. We need to be discerning people. We, we need to be. We need to know what's good, what's bad. Right. Reading hones our discernment. It gives us information. Number one, right? Because you can't really discern without information. Mm -hmm. And number two, it helps our critical thinking. Absolutely. And and the more you do it, the quicker you can discern. Right. So it helps in our discernment. Number 10, it disciplines us. The idea of reading, the idea of picking up a book and saying, I'm going to read this, disciplines us. Agreed. And that's a good thing. Anything in life that disciplines us, causes us to be more disciplined, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, yes, you can take that to extremes, and that's... Legalism. Legalism, and that's just as sinful as sloth is. Sure. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, the things in life that make us more disciplined are good things. Mm -hmm. Reading is a discipline. Now... You don't have to read the book cover to cover, every single word, every single paragraph. You can skim sections because not every book is a perfect book. There right. are some books that lag, that have different pacing. Some chapters don't even apply. I, I, I skip chapters about parenting because we don't have kids. Right. 
again, you'll get a feel for that the more you read. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is your reading style because like you read differently than I do, but we still gather and garner mm-hmm. a lot of information. Right. So reading disciplines us and that's a good thing. Number 11 of reasons to be readers. It helps make us holy, wise, loving, and useful. Let me say that again. Yes, I was going to say, say that again. It helps make us holy, wise, loving, and useful. That's great. Those are well-chosen words. The end of the matter, as Solomon would say, mm-hmm. is anything that makes us holy and useful should be pursued in earnest. And reading is one of those things. And as a quote from Churchill that I just read from, of course, an R.C. Sproul book that I just finished this afternoon. Don't tell us about it because we'll do another book sprint about it. No, but I can do the quote Okay, because it goes with what you said. Never, never, never give up. Yep. I mean, ultimately, isn't that the best reason to be a reader? Here is something that's free. And as Christians, it helps make us holy. We want to be holy. Every Christian, every true Christian wants to be holy. Mm -hmm. So it grows us in our holiness. It helps make us wise. We want wisdom. Right. Which is part of the discernment. Mm Mm-hmm. Teaches us the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of the wis- of mm-hmm. wisdom. Makes us loving because mm-hmm. it, it grows. Again, it, it removes sins from us and it gives us qualities that we are to work on in our lives, such as being loving mm-hmm. and compassionate and so forth. And it ultimately, it makes us useful right. to the Lord and to others. Mm-hmm. So why would we not want to discipline ourselves to be readers. Right. I'm going to put this challenge out here. Listeners, here's my challenge to you. This is what I want to end with. Become a reader so you can serve others. Serve others with with information. Serve others with being more holy, more loving, more godly. All those things that reading helps build in you. Christ-likeness. Christ-likeness. Reading helps make you like Jesus. Why on earth would you not want to do that? Why would you say, eh, I don't want to do that? Mm-hmm. The only reason a professing Christian would say that they don't want to do that is because they don't really love Jesus. Because they're lazy. Because there's sin in their life. One of those kinds of reasons is the only reason why someone would not want to do something to better themselves, to make them more like Christ. And shine his light, ultimately. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you not want to be more rooted in the truth and seek out good books that help you grow in truth and avoid error? Which is more and more important these days. Yep. So that's my challenge. If you're not a reader, become a reader. Read one book in the next 30 days. Yes. Would you do that? And then... Email us at show at graceandpeaceradio.com. We would love to hear what you read, love to hear what your experience was, what you learned from it. Yep. So you can either wait to email us when you're done, or if you want the accountability of it, email us and say, all right, you got me. 
I'm going to read this book over the next 30 days. And we will pray for you. We will pray for you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. I think that's a good challenge and not one that can't be done. All right. Uh, here's how I'm going to end this. Ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's never too late to turn the page. Boom. Mm, mic drop. Yep. Mic drop. <laughs> all right. We're out of here. Have a wonderful week. The Take Lord care, bless you. All. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, that's our show for today. I hope you'll join us next time as we spend time in God's Word, looking at how we can grow in our knowledge of Him, our love for Him, and our service to Him. Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian podcast community. It's a ministry of striving for eternity. Find more Christian podcasts at christianpodcastcommunity.com. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com and on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo, and Jesus changed my life.